I'm Laura Austin. Dating and getting married was quite a journey for me, and now I can't seem to stop talking about it. So here we are on a podcast. Welcome. Today, I would love to talk about different tools that can help you meet new people. Because if you are currently in a phase where you are not dating someone and you would like to be, then we know that square one, the first step of how you can get your dating life going is meeting new people, getting your numbers up of the number of new people in your life in the hopes that one of those people you would start to get to know and you decide to keep getting to know them, right? And you're dating then. (laughs) Um, And I know that it can feel really difficult to meet new people. Maybe you feel like there are no new people to meet fill in whatever reason you want to. You live in a small town. You already know everyone at your church, et cetera, et cetera. I get it. It is difficult. And I want to acknowledge that it it can be hard to meet new people without turning that into an excuse that kind of stalls you before you even get started. So I had that thought that I like to gather tools together for help to help you see that the process can actually be something that like you have options of like ways to meet new people and just instead of feeling stuck. And so I want you to be able to go to that kind of go through and be like, oh, what do I want to try this time? Like here are some different ways I could try to start meeting new people instead of kind of just feeling like, what am I supposed to do now? Um, I really like dating choices or routines, like I mentioned in the last episode or goals. I like making choices in your dating life that feel like a, or that are a win-win in the sense that they help you progress in your dating life and they also add value to your current life right now. So you know you're working toward a great marriage someday. You have this desire for that, but you also are wanting to build a beautiful, fulfilling life right now while you're single. Highly recommend <laughs> aiming towards good things in the future while also finding joy and fulfillment in, the, in your current circumstances, right? And so the following tools all vary in how well they do that, like how well they help you move toward future things while also bringing value to your current life. It's just going to depend on who you are and your circumstances. So this is another situation where you get to decide how to utilize each of these tools in various seasons of your life. Um, it's really wise to keep your desire for marriage in mind because that will help motivate you to do things in the moment that you don't want to do, but you know that will lead you to something that you want in the future. But since you don't have complete control over whether or not you get married, right? There are other people involved in how that all comes together. We then want to break it down into goals that are things that are in your control. What can you do? So the goal that we're talking about today, the umbrella that we're this is under, the simple goal is just to meet new people. Obviously, I'm I t- typically I'm speaking to women, so the the goal is to meet single men in your age range that you could go on a date with. That's the goal, right? Um, But also it can be that you are trying to meet other new people who might know single men that you could go out with. So which really means anyone could be that person, right? That connects you. You're really trying to open up like your horizons, open up the networks that you're involved in, just trying to have some new people be a part of your weekly experience. Um, So Here we go. Here are a few tools that you can utilize. And the first one is to pray, to talk to the Lord about this goal, to say like, Lord, I would like to get to know some new people. Would you provide opportunities for me? Would you give me wisdom as I go about this? What makes sense in my life and how I work? Um, Give me some ideas for how to get to know people. What are some good questions I could just kind of use as my go-to questions to get to know someone? Um, And would you give me courage? Maybe meeting new people 
brings up anxiety for you. Maybe it's not a natural sort of skill of yours. And so you're asking the Lord to help you grow in this. And guess what? The Bible says that when we ask for wisdom, he will provide it for us. It's like done. You know, he's, he's, yes, he's on his way, ready to go, ready to provide that for you. Because even that motivation to seek him in prayer, that's already his spirit working in you to, to reach out to him. Right. So it's a lovely prayer to, to pray because it's going to be something that you start to see beautiful fruit start to grow. So let's pray. Let's ask the Lord for help and ask him to bring you, to bring new people into your, to your life. Like ask him to help you with this. Right. Okay. Another thing you could try in your week as you go, as you're figuring out what to do in a week is to go to some new places, right? So this might be something as simple as like doing something that you are normally doing, but try it in a new place. So it could be like sitting in a new spot at church. I know that sounds so silly, but maybe you're used to sitting around all the same people. Why not sit on the other side of the of the sanctuary, see if there's new people over there. And, you know, you go sit in your normal spot every once in a while, but make it a habit or a routine, if you will, of trying to sit in different places or try out a different Sunday morning service. Maybe you do kind of know all the people at first service. Why not try second service? Figure it out, right? Uh, just go into a new place, even though you're still just going to church on a Sunday morning, right? You maybe, maybe you go to the gym, maybe you try a different gym location, or again, a different time of day. There's different people working out there. Think about your week of like, what are some things I'm doing? Could I go to a slightly different location or at a different time of the week just to see if there are new people there? You could go on a trip. You could travel. Like you have a friend that moved somewhere and you're like, I'm going to go travel there and go to church with that, that friend or go meet their friends that they've met there. Those are new experiences you can have. And again, see how this is like adding to your life, like how fun to get to meet some new people at your church or at your gym or go on a fun trip. And yet also, you know that it's moving you towards some dating goals that you have. Um, this one I love is the, again, under this, like going new places while still doing something you normally do. If you love to read or if you have work you do outside of your workplace, like as a teacher, I had papers to grade and things to do. And yes, it was nice to be in my home and hang with my roommates or what have you. But was there any time, is there any time that you could go like, you know, just for an hour this weekend, if you were going to read for a while, could you go work on that at a coffee shop or somewhere else where there's, or go to a park or whatever, like go out and about with people. And I know that sounds so basic, but that's really all we're looking for. We don't need to make these drastic changes. They might feel drastic internally, but externally, it's just doing some of your normal things, but changing up your the habits you have in your week of like, let's try that in a new spot. Now, the question might be, well, how do I meet someone at the coffee shop? Well, that's where you just decide to have a slightly longer conversation with the barista who's taking your order. Or when you're sitting next to someone, and as it turns out, the guy sitting next to you looks a little cute and doesn't have a ring on his finger, you get up to go to the restroom and you say, hey, can you watch my stuff for me for a second? Go to the restroom. You don't even have to pretend. You like actually go to the restroom, right? And then you come back. <laughs> I'm not above pretending you need to go to the restroom, but you know, we can be honest. So you go to the restroom, you come back. Hey, thanks so much. Oh, what are you working on today? Starting up a simple conversation. Is that something, you know, and maybe you're not there yet, but maybe you're like, oh, that's a good idea. I could try that. That's where you get to decide which of these work for you. Okay. So maybe not just going to a new place, but maybe it's actually a new place and a new activity for you. And this can be great to bring new friends along if you're trying to just add in some new things that you haven't done before. And these are things where 
people would be that, again, it could just be people that would introduce you to new men. I was in the case where I needed to add some activities that were more co-ed because I was doing a lot of things with my girlfriends. I was doing ministry that was mostly with women or children. So I needed to get a little bit outside of those bubbles just for a season to try to see if I could meet new guys, right? So I started going swing dancing in, it just wasn't too far from me that I just drove to a, a swing dancing club once a week. I tried rock climbing a couple of times. I was like, oh, here are the men doing the rock climbing. <laughs> Why have I been just going shopping and watching Jane Austen movies? I should have gone rock climbing more. Um, I hear there's a thing called pickleball. I have not played this, but I know it's a thing. You can like join a pickleball league or join a softball league, like get into, figure out what's going on in your community and see if you can meet people. Take a class at a local university or the community center. Like there are ways to get out there and you might be surprised how many, there are a lot of people out there in the world, right? So trying something new like this, finding a hiking group through, you know, like REI or different um, outdoor stores have hiking uh, events that they put on or things like that. Um, events at other churches. So maybe you're feeling like very called to your current church or it's where you are at home, but different churches have different flavors, have different priorities in their communities. And so they offer different classes or events. And so there's, I don't think there's anything wrong with going, you know, understanding that as believers, we can interact with one another and try something out or go to a different, go to that lecture that's at the other church, or if there's a fun event, um, whatever, just trying something out at a different local church would get you in contact with other people that you can meet. Um, and just consider for yourself, what are, what's something that you enjoy? Is there a way for you to start doing that with other new people? Or is there something you've wanted to try? Could you go find a way to learn a new skill or try out a new game or whatever, but in the presence of just in a place where there would be new people that you haven't met before? So that's those are all under the category of going new places, trying new activities. And again, not you may have to rearrange your schedule or reprioritize if you realize I'm trying to make dating a priority right now. So there may be things you need to say no to in order to make space for some of these things, but you do want it to add value. So you don't want it to be taken in a negative way. You want it to add some value to your current life while also knowing it's helping you move toward things you want in the future. Okay. So this next tool that you have at your disposal are setups. So asking friends or acquaintances to introduce you to people that they know that you don't already know, right? That's the basic gist of a setup. It is first off really good to do an internal check. So ask yourself, think about it or journal, like how do you feel about setups? Uh, for me, my insecurities kept me from getting set up. So I did not talk about dating, remember, with my friends. I mean, we talked about how singleness was hard, which is not talking about dating, I didn't really admit that I wanted to be married or how deeply I wanted to be married. So I, yeah, I did not ask friends to set me up. So guess what? My friends did not set me up. That's how that worked. <laughs> so I realized as I really sat and thought about it, like, oh, my, I feel pretty insecure about how I look or whether like, cause I just kind of, you know, interpreted like, well, I'm not getting asked out, but other people seem to like me. So it must be something about my physical self, right? So I kind of then ch channeled that into, well, my friends must not want to set me up because they don't think I'm cute enough to introduce to their guy friends. Isn't that so sad that I thought that about myself? Yeah. But the Lord showed me those things. He helped me 
look at him, look him in the eye, look at that reality of kind of the low view I had of myself and my body. He helped me kind of heal that and to start to acknowledge it, to realize like, why was I thinking so low of my friends also that they would, uh, yeah, just why would I put those thoughts into their mind? Like, oh, Laura's not cute enough for me to set up. Like, why would I assume that about my friends who love me so much? Um, so it just really helped me heal from a lot of that and start to have courage. And it didn't start with me, oh, I'm going to ask my friend to set me up with someone. It was a process of me starting to open up about these things, talk to them about how I was doing with my dating life and how I wanted to be working on it and how it was really humbling for me. And then that led to, hey, do you know anyone? And really the first date I went on in my process was because a friend from work overheard me at lunchtime. I was talking to my other coworkers, just a couple of friends, like my close teacher friends, right? Um, one of them was my, you know, informal dating coach. <laughs> so uh, we were talking about dating things and this other teacher overheard and she thought of someone from her church. She's like, oh, I'd love to introduce you to this guy. And that was the first blind date I went on in my whole proactive dating process. And I was so grateful that she was willing to introduce me, but it came from me just having conversations with people about dating. So I kind of eased myself into the process, right? So really evaluate for yourself. What do you think of setups? I recommend a high view of them. So many people have met because they have mutual friends because it's super helpful to have some sort of connection or context that this is a good person. Even if you don't know the particulars or even if the person doesn't know that guy super well, there's at least something that you can go off of, right? That's super helpful. So I recommend a high view of them and being really open to them. And the way to do that is to make them work for you. You are in the driver's seat. You are not asking your friend to find you a spouse you are simply asking for an introduction. The goal is to meet someone new, not to find a spouse. We need to set that down. That is for down the road, right? That's far down the timeline. You're just trying to meet someone new. And so you get to figure out how to ask your friend. Do you text him? Do you email? Do you ask him in person? You kind of want to brainstorm. Are there, who could I ask? Your inner circle, you may know most of the people that like your best friends know. So you may need to think out like, the circles outside of like who in that next layer of people in my life might have, might know some great Christian guys who that they could introduce me to um, and figure out how, how you want to go about it. Do you want to just give your, you know, help give out my number or, Hey, could you get his number? Do you want to meet at this mutual friend's house as like at a party or something or just a dinner party or how, how would you feel most comfortable in meeting someone new? Personally, I liked either, giving my number to say, oh, give the guy my number and he can call me or getting the guy's number and like starting a conversation like, hey, you know, my my friend told me about like, would you ever want to chat or grab coffee or whatever, like bring that up so that you get to figure out how you want to go about that. Right. And even how much you want to know about him. So sometimes people can say like, oh, my friend did a setup, but like we had nothing in common except that we're both single. And I'm like, okay. That's fine. So that sounds like the solution there to tweak would be finding out more about the person. When your friend says, oh, I do know someone, we'll ask more questions. Find out, is there anything you guys could talk about that you'd have in common? Um, so figuring out how it works for you rather than thinking that setups are bad, we want to try to tweak to make the setup option work, right? Um, I know that many of you have had bad dates because of a setup, but we need to redefine success for a setup. Did you successfully meet someone new? That was the only goal. If you met someone you did not know before, great. 
You can't control whether or not you click with that person. You can only control whether or not the actual introduction, like you were there and said hello and asked them their name, the actual introduction occurred. And that's a success. That means that setup went well and you don't need to feel all weird about it or have your friend feel weird if you didn't end up liking them. Like, no, it is what it is. You can go on another date if you decide you'd like to see the person again, or you can decide you're not interested and they're You don't need to have hard feelings or have it be weird. You really get to be the one that sets the tone for it, which we may feel awkward the first couple of times, but then you'll get used to it. You'll start to practice and realize, okay, this is a great tool to utilize in this process of wanting to get married. So consider a few friends that you could ask. Maybe today you stop and pray and like, Lord, is there anyone I could ask about a setup? And then I really recommend following up because we all get busy and we forget. So maybe your friend is like, oh, let me think about that and I'll get back to you. And then their life is busy and they forget. I obviously talk about dating and am excited about talking about dating. And I have had situations where I've thought of someone or said, I'm going to think for a second if there's anyone I could introduce that person to. And then I get on with my life and I forget. And I'm really glad when that person reminds me or I see them again. So a gentle reminder, again, you're in the driver's seat. So you get to send the follow-up text. Hey, last week, remember when we you mentioned that cousin you have, (laughs) did anything happen there? Or you want to just send me his number and I can contact him. Like you get to be the one that kind of helps thing along, things along. Right. Okay. And one other thing about setups is that I do have a couple blog posts and I will put links for those in the description where I give more tips and kind of lay out a little bit more about setups if you're interested. And there's even an example email that a friend of mine used when she was starting to ask people to help her. She kind of even went not just friends she knew, but like acquaintances, like going out even farther out in her circles of friends of like, okay, who are just people that I know are quality people? I don't know them super well, but I know they go to that other church. So they might know some men that go to that church or what have you. So if you'd like an example, like it's a template for something you could send out, you could go check out those links on my blog. All right. The final tool I want to talk about is a dating app or dating apps, plural, right? There are so many. Um, Now, though they're last on my list, I do not view them as a last resort. I am so grateful for online dating. It was a pivotal part in my own story of meeting my husband, Travis. He got matched with my old roommate on eHarmony And that's how I found out he existed. That's why I met him in real life was because they connected on eHarmony and ended up meeting in real life and I met him and so forth. You can go to my, that bonus episode of Meet Miss for Meet Mrs. Austin if you'd like to hear more of that story. Um, But I'm so grateful for online dating that the Lord used that to connect us. Um, And I have so many friends, acquaintances, people I've met online that they met their spouse through online dating. So I am grateful for it. And it's a thing. It's here we are. This is the time that we live in. People are connecting online, right? And so I really want us to be able to view online dating just as one of these tools. So so that's why I kind of, even though it's not a last resort, I did put it lower on my list because I just want it to like mix in there with the other ones. It's just a tool to meet people. Truly. That's what I believe about it. Um, I don't want to give them any more power than they deserve. They are not your only way to date right now. And they are also not the greatest of all evils or a less than way to meet your spouse. I kind of want us to get to the middle where we have a neutral stance toward them. We are still cautious because we know that we need to be cautious about anything in the online space, right? Because it's this whole new reality where we want the online time to match up with real life, right? And we know that that there are 
just natural parts of the online world that can be, people can deceive us. Right. And so we want to be cautious and aware. And yet at the same time, we can kind of have a neutral stance toward this. Again, they're not the only option, like the only way to meet someone and get married. They're also not the worst thing ever that, you know, (laughs) that there's no hope for it. Right. I want us to have a neutral stance to realize it's a tool we can utilize for, to help us. Right. So if you have avoided them, because you think that you're better than them, it might be good to give it a shot. Check them out just to see what all the fuss is about, right? Instead of kind of, yeah. So if there's pride there that's keeping you from it, that could be good to acknowledge and maybe give something a try a little bit, but you don't have to. It's only if you want to. Um, But if you are on them because it's your only option, you feel like no other dating happens outside of it. Men don't ask me out in real life, what have you, which I totally understand. But I would push back and recommend maybe not using them for now or for a time um, until you try out some of these other ideas that I've mentioned previously, because I want your online dating life to match your real dating life. I think it's wise to try new things. So being open, saying hi to new people, practicing being yourself when you're talking to a guy that's really cute and you're into. I want you to get more comfortable doing all of those things in your everyday, in-person, real life. And then move that to trying to do that online as an, as one option for a way to meet new people. So we want those, we want it to be the same, right? So if you are only dating online, but in your real life, you're never meeting new people, you're not trying new things. I'm like, uh oh, there's a bit of an imbalance there. And I would like to see them be more consistent. Okay. So really with, with dating apps, I kind of want you to get to a place where it doesn't matter. It's neutral. I'm because I really and I don't mean to say this in a flippant way. I actually don't care if you're using them. I'm like, okay, you want to use them? Great. If you don't want to use them, great. Like I just, I want it to be reasons that you've worked through. You've thought about why you're using it or why you're not using it. So again, if it's a pride issue either way or a hopeless issue either way, let's work through those things, those internal sorts of thoughts and feelings you have. But where you land with them, I'm like, meh, doesn't matter. We can find you someone with or without them, right? It's neutral. Um, because the goal with dating apps is the same as all the other tools I've mentioned. The goal is to meet new people. And if you, um, you technically have not met them until you interact in person in real life. So that's why we're trying to see this, the dating app as an online tool that you're finding the person online. And then you're wanting to bring that interaction to real life in person, right? So the goal, the, the kind of next like mini goal within using the tool of the dating app is to meet in person as soon as safely possible. So you're trying to figure out, does he seem like a real person? Because we all know, we all know the stories. You have seen the weird accounts that add you on Instagram or that send you a weird message. Hey, beautiful. You're like, what? (laughs) Um, If it's weird, it's weird. Just go with that. That's a good rule online and in real life. If it's weird, if you got a weird sense about it, something seems a little off, it's just, it's weird. Pay attention to that and don't waste your time online. I want you to be pretty ruthless with your no. And there are going to be a lot of no's online and it's okay. Just say no. You don't need to waste your time. Let's be efficient with this. Let's move on. There is a kindness in closing something, blocking something that's weird. Move on. Right. And if you realize you're not good at this, if you find yourself either getting overwhelmed by the online process or not having great discernment with who is real and who is not online, 
ask your friends to help you. In that situation, I would say, again, practice in real life. We want to grow in discernment and being able to understand, like finding and seeing people of good character who are virtuous. We want to grow in our discernment of what is good and true, right? In real life. And then we're able to then practice those things in an online space. So in, there is a great reason to not do online dating. If you realize I keep getting kind of surprised or like tricked into something, let's just close off those things and just do real life stuff. Right. But if you also know like, well, I'm, it's, I'm not unsafe, but I could just use some help figuring this out. This is where it's great to ask your friends to help you. Dating apps don't have to be just you all by yourself with these profiles you're interacting with. Ask people to look at them with you. Do it with your roommates. Like look at it together because again, the goal is just to meet people. So it doesn't have to feel like a competition or feel strange. Like invite your community in instead of it just being this you by yourself on these apps alone. Okay. And that can really help you figure out if the guy's like a real person, right? <laughs> so you're trying to figure out, does he seem like a real person? And do there seem like, seem to be a few topics that we could talk about for a little while, 45 minutes to an hour, right? Cause that's what an initial meetup date would probably be wise to have that long. So if you say yes to both, yep, he seems real. And there's a few topics we could talk about, then meet up. Remember, again, low expectation. This is your first meeting in real life. If you have no connections or mutual friends, you're literally just meeting a stranger. So you want to be wise about that. You want to meet them there. Don't have them pick you up at your house. Although you're very, I know you're very smart. You have a lot of common sense. So you're meeting a stranger, <laughs> but you're meeting up with them. Um, again, you can get creative with that. You can bring a friend along. You can have them meet somewhere where your friends are hanging out in the other part of the coffee shop and you go sit with them on the other side. Like we can get creative with this and say, we want to utilize online dating apps as a tool, but we want to bring back that community aspect. This is not, we're not using them for hookups or anything that the world would use them for kind of using people or it becomes like you feel like you're shopping for a part. It's like, this is weird. We want to utilize them in the, in a simple, healthy way, just to meet new people that you wouldn't have met otherwise. And so meeting up, trying to, I, I recommend limiting the amount of texting or messaging you do before a first meetup. Again, you're trying to get to know them a little bit to answer those questions. Is this a real person? Are there things we could talk about? But then there comes a point to kind of, you don't need to be texting or messaging for hours before you've ever met in real life. It's just not an efficient use of your time. I don't think texting or messaging is a great way to get to know someone. It's a good way to exchange information, maybe send some funny things, start to get to know their personalities or what they're into, but you need to meet in person first before you're able to really have other forms of communication. That in-person time is key. So, and then you've had that meetup in real life. It could be that it's a phone call or a FaceTime if you are long distance, right? That's a whole other topic, but still something, some sort of hearing their voice, doing FaceTime or some sort of video if you need to, but really trying to meet up in person as soon as possible, even if you're long distance, I would say. Um, and then from that meetup, all you have to do is decide if you'd like to hang out one more time. So really with the online dating, you're trying to decide, would I like to meet this person in real life? That's the question you're asking. You're not trying to figure out if you can be his girlfriend or if you can be his wife. Those are questions for later. You're trying to figure out, do I want to hang out? Do I want to meet this person in real life? And then at that meetup, you're deciding, um, do I want to hang out with them one more time? And that would lead you to a second date. So we have, we get to pray for opportunities to meet new people. We can go new places. We can try new activities. You can give setups a try. 
You can give dating apps a try. All of these things are tools at your disposal for meeting new people and starting to get your dating life going. I hope I've convinced you that there are a lot of options. You have a lot of possibilities. You can just lay those out in your, put them on a sticky note, put them in your journal. And then each week or each month, as you're kind of thinking about dating goals you have, look at those tools and be like, hmm, which ones of those do I want to use this month? I'd like to meet a few different people. Which of those would I like to try? There are a lot of options. So keep praying, asking the Lord to help you do these things. Involve your people. Tell the people you've been mentioning your dating life to like, hey, I'm trying to meet new people. I'm trying out these different tools I have. Would you pray for me? Would you ask me about it? Um, and if, if ever I say like, check in with your community or check in with your people and you're like, I don't really have that right now. I get that. That is difficult or different seasons you're in. So that's where you start there. You're trying to meet new people so that you have community, so that you have like other Christians that you can go to for help and for like guiding you in this process and to cheer you on. Right. So if you're, you're in a place where you need some new friends, start there, use these tools to start in that process. And that is still actually a dating goal because you're trying to have healthy community, both again, for the right now time to bring joy and value to your life. And so that you can serve them also. And then it's also helpful for your life in the future. So Pick a couple options this week, then get out there and smile, make eye contact, ask someone, how are you today? What brings you here today? Simple questions, right? And then see where it goes. See what happens after you've met that person, if it leads to another conversation and another conversation. Um, it's a success if you meet someone new that you didn't know before. And I think that you can do it. You can do it. <laughs> I'm praying for you over here. Um, would love to connect with you on Instagram at Hey Mrs. Austin or on my blog at HeyMrsAustin.com. And I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.